What's up, Almost Founders, and welcome back to the podcast for Gen Z startup enthusiasts, where we keep it real and relevant to students and young founders. Today, I am absolutely thrilled to have as a guest Ivan Fernandez Lucas. Ivan is just something else. He's the founding partner of European VC fund Enzo Ventures. Plot twist, he's just 22 years old, and he has already sold his first startup. In this episode, we'll discuss the experiences that led him to excel in the startup ecosystem at such a young age. Ivan, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Do you want to start by giving us a short intro about yourself? Oh, for sure. Thank you so much for the invite. So I'm Ivan. Uh, I'm originally born and raised in Barcelona. I'm 23 years old and I'm one of the founders of Enzo Ventures. Um, I found my, my first company during my first year at university. I studied at University of Barcelona and yeah, I start with uh, my first venture with my, my colleague Edgar during those times. We just sold the company four years later and yeah, then we just decided to access into venture capital industry through Enzo Ventures. What was the first company about? Yeah, so the, the goal of that company called Diola was about digitalizing the way we share our contact details. We create a, a, an app that allows you to group and share your social data, emails, you know, phone number and so on. And it was just uh, by a bump that allows you to share your, your contact details. So that was the main idea. Yep. Nice. And was it B2B or B2C? And also, who did you end up selling it to? Yeah, so the thing is that we, we just start in a B2C model. Uh, so we just partner with a lot, a huge number of events here in Barcelona and also all parts of, of Spain. But then we just uh, pivot to a B2B because of our algorithm, right? So the technology was just, you know, becoming more and more uh, useful and more and more strong. So we just sold the, the company. So we just sold the technology to one of our clients, actually. They are kind of a international software boutique. And they were really, really interested in our project, in our product, especially. And they decide to acquire. That's amazing. Does it happen? I don't know. Does it happen often that a client purchases the entire company uh, that provides the service? Do you know whether it's a common use case? Yeah, to be honest, I don't know if it's a common use case, but I think that it's an optimized way to sell your company because we just sold the asset of the company. It was kind of an easy process to do, uh, or at least easier than, you know, selling the, the, the whole company at all. So, yeah, I, th- I suppose that is common in, in those kinds of companies that are kind of, you know, very focused on product, right? For sure. So you're 23, you're super, super young, and I want to definitely touch upon Enzo Ventures because it's insane that at 23 you set up a, a fund. But before that, I want to understand what brought you to entrepreneurship in the first place because it's very, it's, it's just a few years ago that you decided to start, four years ago, you said, no? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually 22. So I'm turning 23 in July. Oh, 20. Yeah. So 1998. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That puts so much pressure <laughs> on me. It's like I'm 21 and turning 22. No, oh. but it's not pressure at all. I mean, I think that, well, I'll explain my, my personal case. So the thing is that, well, it's kind of personal stuff, but I, I just um, well played water polo since I was 10 years old and all my teammates were, you know, older than me. So once I started the university, I, I, I saw on my teammates that they were doing the la- their last years of university. They were kind of thinking about what, what to do about their life, basically. And I was like, OK, in some cases, uh, university can be, you know, too much theoretical and not 
you know, practical oh, in, yeah. in some way. So I, I need to do something, right? I was very aligned in that mindset with my co-founder, Edgar. He was on my on my class as well. That's why I just decided to start something in order to complement this kind of theoretical points that are very, very useful and very, very necessary. But you need to do, you know, something in terms of practical, in terms of basically going to the market and start something in order to, yeah, you know, clarify your future in some way. 100%. So it was just a motivation of just learning as you go and, and complementing that theoretical knowledge. So coming off from that, would you recommend starting something to anybody that is feeling like university is not giving them enough? Is that a good outcome? Because I, there is a lot of stress that comes with it. So would you actually recommend it as a solution to those students that feel like they're lacking something or... Yeah, 100%. I think that uh, it will be, you know, at least clarifying for them. 100% de depends on, on, you know, case by case. But uh, if there's, if you have the option to do it, for sure. I mean, I will, I will strongly recommend uh, to someone that really feels that is, you know, missing something to go for it 100%. Totally. I fully, fully agree with you. From my personal experience, it had a huge, huge impact on me. But I wanted to ask you about Enzo Ventures. Do you see it as an entrepreneurial endeavor for you? Is it? Do you treat it as a startup? Yeah, I mean, I feel like an entrepreneur for sure, 100%. I think that we are trying to do things differently in Enzo Ventures. So it's like running a startup for sure, 100%. It's something that you need to, you know, find uh, investors for. You need to, you know, have a, a pipeline and, and a structure and optimized uh, way of analyzing. We strongly believe in the community, in the power of the community. And yeah, it can be very, very similar to running a startup for sure. Awesome. And what is it about? What do you, what are your tickets? What do you want to do with Enzo Ventures? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so Enzo Ventures is a community-based fund. So that means that we are having basically, you know, different people around cities across Europe, basically. So we are having, you know, one uh, Enzo Ventures operating partner in London, one in uh, Paris, you know, Berlin. Only Europe. Yeah, no. only Europe uh, for this fund. And uh, we are having a close relationship with Profounders Capital, that it's a, a London-based fund. They are investing in later stage than we are. So we, we try to offer value as well in, in terms of, okay, how to, you know, prepare the funding rounds, how to prepare the next rounds, right? So that's um, that's our, our main goal. First of all, bring as much value as possible through our operating partners network and then, you know, help founders to uh, yeah be prepared for next rounds, basically. So, okay, you have some, how many operating partners do you have on the field and what do they do? Yeah, we are having around 10 operating partners by the moment, but obviously they have, you know, they, they have their own network. So the network of one of the operating partners of Enzo is also Enzo's network uh, as well. So they are basically active people, so active entrepreneurs that uh, they're running their own business. They are running some some famous uh, brands as, for example, North Northwick or Hokers, the sunglasses brand. We have different uh, people in the venture capital industry as well. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, we, we're trying to, you know, uh, bring value through different uh, perspective, but they are under 30 and, you know, active people. Yeah. Everybody's super, super young. That's the <laughs> differentiation. Like you don't see that often in the venture capital world. This is huge. What, what brought you to this decision? I mean, obviously your network was all super young, but also choosing all operator partners, super, super young. How come? 
Yeah, the thing is, well, we strongly believe that we have this generational approach with the founder, this Gen Z approach with young founders that, you know, basically help us to bring this value that I was talking about. And uh, for sure, we, 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 don't, we are not only investing in under 30 founders, uh, but we, we really like to invest in, in Gen Z people. And we're having, for example, in the investment committee uh, section, we are having also people older than uh, 30 years old, for sure. That brings you, bring us, you know, this kind of, yeah, some knowledge, some expertise, for sure. Okay, got it. And what are the kind of startups that you like to invest in? You said you like young founders. Um, you not only invest in young founders, but you like young founders. Do you invest pre-seed, seed, and what are the ticket sizes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we are pre-seed, definitely. And we, we really like to invest in B2B SaaS, for example, marketplace, uh, very scalable models that, that, you know, can grow very, very fast. That's what we are looking for. And yeah, we we, we like this kind of uh, Gen C founders because we, we feel that we could just bring them a lot of value in terms of how to do things financially for Necrons. Um, the ticket could be up to 50K. So it could be considered as a business angel ticket, but... Uh, we have a venture capital structure. We have uh, this community that I was talking about as well. So that's our our main goal. Yeah, that sounds really really good. And I feel like this could be something that a lot of students within our network could uh, really use. So where can people reach you if they wanted to? Yeah, for sure they can con- contact me uh, on LinkedIn directly uh, or Ivan at endsoventures dot eu. Just feel free to reach out when when I see you the best. Yeah. Awesome. And and more on a psychological uh, side, what does it feel to start a fund at 22? Do you approach the world in a different way? Have your aspirations changed since? Yeah, you know, it's very, very challenging. Um, there's a lot of things to learn and learn very, very fast. So we just, you know, set our first fund. So this Fenzo Ventures Fund, number one, let's say, for five years so two years of investment three years of the investment that's why we are looking for very very scalable companies and you know it's our mvp in the venture capital industry so yeah we we are planning to raise a bigger fund in the following i will say month i cannot give you know an exact amount and cannot give details but yeah we we really plan to have another fund uh very very uh, early so that's that's our pipeline let's say yeah yeah, it makes sense. Well, you work with a lot of student founders and I would like to understand what is something that we tend to mess up or at least what is the differentiator between those student founders who really kill it um, and are taken seriously and those that maybe don't really make an impression on you? Yeah, I would say product market fit, right? So we are really looking for it in our investors. We are looking for the market uh, to validate your proposition, right? So you could think about a lot of, uh, you know, solutions, a lot of uh, process in order to offer your solution into the market. But at the end will be the market who says, okay, this is uh, going to work or not. Yeah, what one thing that I, I, I did wrong in the past, uh, it's just, you know, create, 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 create without validation, right? So I would say that this is the, the, the one of the main points for sure. And the other one is team, you know, I think that uh, choosing the best partners uh, is one of the key things uh, in the game. So uh, I will, well, we, in Inzoventus, we, we we strongly believe in, in, in good teams and, you know, we, we invest more, you know, in 
people done in you know uh, solutions uh, at the end. So yeah, that's very very important as well. Totally, totally agree with those two points. And I'm curious, since you're new in the in the system, how many deals are you currently reviewing per day? And do all team members go through every single deal? Yeah. So by the moment, we are kind of uh, reviewing kind of 40 per week. The thing is that we are trying to keep uh, everyone answered. So could be that I, I didn't, you know, made a, a submission, but because Barbara or Marcus just, you know, declined it. But um, but yeah, we try to to keep it as communicative as possible. Yeah. Okay. I, I th- I'm sure that founders really appreciate that rather than a no answer yeah, yeah, for response. Sure. And to anybody listening right now, this is a good occasion because I don't think the number of deals that they're reviewing is going to get any l- lower. It's only going to go up from here. So uh, if you have an interesting seed sta- pre-seed stage uh, B2B SaaS, do check out their website. We've left all the links in the description for you to do so. But yeah, uh, thank you so much, even for being here today. It's been a pleasure uh, learning more about you, your past and what you're working on now with Enzo Ventures. Uh, thank you very, very much. Likewise, it was my pleasure and yeah, happy to answer everyone that could be interested into Enzo Ventures. So that was it for this week. Even story was extremely inspirational for me and I hope it was for you too, having founded a startup and a VC fund at just 22 years old. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and sharing the link to any of your startup friends who might need a little motivational boost. My name is Michelangelo Valtancoli, and just like you, I'm an almost founder.